Kings. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Uh-oh. three. The high schools. Also going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports, wife carrying. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hello, welcome on in. It's another edition of the Full Court Press. Thanks for coming along with us. And woo, boy, we got a lot of things to get through today after a very busy weekend and some big things dropping today. Name, image, likeness, quote unquote, guidance just issued within the last 30 minutes from the NCAA uh, Board of Governors. So, what well, should be Board of Directors. So, we'll look at that a little bit. Some quick reactions. Uh, Utah Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder meeting with the media earlier today. Um, that audio wasn't made available until right before we came on the show here, so I did get a chance to listen to chunks of it, give you some of my reactions. We'll hear more from Quinn tomorrow and break some of that down as to what he said and what it may imply about what's going on. So we'll look at that. Uh, we've got some a busy week, really, with uh, what's going on with high school sports. We'll let you know what uh, games you're going to be covering, whether it's with video or radio or both. Very busy week. And so we'll give you the quick rundown of what's taking place uh, this week with the playoffs now underway for both soccer uh, and baseball. Softball playoffs will be starting later this week. So those brackets aren't yet uh, uh, announced, but will be soon. So we'll get to that a little bit later on. Also, and an interesting report recently about um, you know, if you got your money's worth attending an NBA game, particularly if you went to a jazz game, and where do they stand in relation to other NBA arenas or, frankly, other professional sports? So a lot to cover here today. And as always, love the, for, you know, the feedback from you. Get the response from you guys. I'd love to hear from you on our Guild Mortgage text line, uh, 435-339-0321, if you want to chime in and uh, weigh in on some of these things that we're talking about. And the Kentucky Derby over the weekend, like I said, I mean, there was, there was some controversy and some interesting talking points and uh, stuff that didn't have to do with the horses themselves off the field. And so it was kind of a wide-open field. And it was a dramatic finish. It was fun. I, I got to tell you, I've probably watched that the replay of that race no less than ten times because I have to show it to other people, and it's just it's crazy how that game or how that race uh, finished out. And normally, I don't really you know pay that close attention to the horse races, but that one was fun, really fun to see how it played out. Uh, getting to our Guild Mortgage text line again: four three five three three nine. 0321. So we've we got a big cornucopia of topics here today. Uh, 2603 starts us out. Uh, remind me, where did AJ go? Uh, well, AJ Knight, uh, he's uh, currently on vacation in Europe uh, for another week and a half or so. But AJ, if that's whom you're referring to, uh, he uh, got another job. Uh, we tried to keep him. Uh, we tried to 
we love Ajay and we wanted him to be here, but um, he had some other things going on and uh, had to make a, uh, a decision and is doing other things right now. So we miss him. Uh, we loved Ajay. We didn't want him to go. He, he made it clear it was his decision. He wasn't fired or anything like that. Um, so that's, uh, that's where he is. That's where he, what he's doing. Uh, busy this summer uh, over in Bear Lake. Um, 5338 saying, I've always wanted to drive in a demolition derby. Signed, Jerry Jones. <laughs> yeah, this guy's getting in more trouble. Uh, he needs, look, at his age, at least especially with his wealth, um, he needs to be having somebody else drive him around. Uh, he's uh, he's had a few incidents, and uh, it's it's time to hand over the keys. Be a little bit smarter. Yeah, Jerry Jones, <laughs> come on. Uh, so yes, uh, uh, two three zero five. You need to overpay a guy like AJ in this kind of a market. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you need to overpay. Uh, yeah, well, you know, well. We tried. We tried to make something work, and it uh, and it didn't. So for Aj, so for his purposes, a uh, couple of other things we want to get through. First of all, um, we talked about this. Just I want to recap a few topics quickly before we get into some new ones. Um, we and this is again gaining steam across other uh, conferences for college football uh, about uh, you know doing away with divisions in college football. And certainly I think there's a scheduling component there that having divisions makes it a little bit easier. Uh, but it's raised a question about do you really get the two best teams playing for a championship? Do you put yourself in position to, uh, to have the best potential team go on to a higher profile bowl game? Or is somebody who had a good season left out just because of their, their standings in their specific division? And so uh, other conferences are, are moving in this direction to do away with divisions because initially the NCAA said you can only have a championship game if you have two divisions and if you have at least 12 teams in your conference. Then that started to be changed to, well, you can have 10 teams and then, well, you don't really need divisions. And so now there's, there's gonna, the NCAA is basically creating a waiver, which I think they'll eventually do away with permanently. But... Um, it, that's the direction that things are moving for college football. And, and so I look back like uh, over the years, like since the Mountain West has had a conference championship game in the f- current format with the two divisions, which has been going on since 2013. Since 2013, there have been at least three occasions when the top two teams came out of the same division. And that uh, somebody, because they weren't in the right division, quote-unquote, was left out of an opportunity to compete at, at a higher level. That was in 2014. Boise State finished that year in, in conference. Again, I'm just looking at their conference record. Boise State finished 7-1. and one. Colorado State was 6-2. and two. Utah State was 6-2. and two. San Diego State, Fresno State, they were the best team from the West Division and they were both five and three. So the Rams and the Aggies got left out. They had a superior record than anybody in the West, but they weren't able to compete. In 2016, Boise State was six and two. San Diego State was six and two. New Mexico was six and two. Wyoming was six and two. So, you know, by nature of uh, 
tiebreakers or a few other issues we could have looked at, you know, really who was the best there is really very close in 2016. But uh, another year that it was potentially problematic, 2019. The Broncos were 8-0. Air Force, 7-1. Utah State, 6-2. The best team on the other side, Hawaii, San Diego State, they were 5-3. Another instance where uh, one of the better teams got left out of being able to compete in the conference championship game. Now, uh, there's been some other years where it's been close, and then but the, the best teams did eventually advance to play in the conference championship game. But those are three cases. And maybe you can even make an argument for a fourth in 2018 where Utah State, Boise State, and Fresno State were all 7-1. and one. But uh, there have been a number of cases in the Mountain West where uh, and more often than not, it's because the, the, the Mountain Division has been more competitive but that somebody got left out and wasn't able to compete in the conference championship game. So I, I am in favor of abandoning this criteria that states that you have to be a division champion to compete for the conference championship. Um, I, I, like I said earlier, I like the fact that you can, that there's the, the divisions help with scheduling that things are teams regionally. You're going to, play a little bit more regular. Uh, there's some uh, built-in regional rivalries there. Travel costs are certainly a consideration. But at the same time, why should Utah State always have to play New Mexico every year? Why should Utah State always have to play Air Force every year? Um, and so you know, mix it up. I, I don't, I'm not opposed to that, but I do like being able to play teams close to you on a little bit more regular basis that develops more regional rivalries. So it makes it a little bit more complicated to work out the scheduling, but it doesn't have to be that much different than what we see in basketball. There's no divisions in basketball in the Mountain West. Uh, 9315 on our Guild Mortgage text line. I know this doesn't translate to radio, but can we get the deflator to come guest visit the show in his bear suit? <laughs> Uh, that would be fun, wouldn't it? We absolutely would require video or photo evidence that he is properly attired. But uh, yes, well, that that needs to happen at some point this summer. Uh, four four seven four. All in the pay in the world wouldn't have kept Aj. Sources close to him say he is pursuing his childhood dream of being a horse jockey. <laughs> uh, maybe. I mean, he's he's the right stature. And certainly, it's it's a uh, it's a profession that's in the news right now, with uh, what happened over this weekend. Okay, so I, I'm going to transition to that quickly. So last week, a, a week ago today, I had the opportunity to a, attend a, a, a luncheon, and I was invited to go and participate. It was a it was a women's luncheon, but I was invited to be there to help them have some fun in anticipation of, of uh, the Kentucky Derby. Uh, the ladies there, they dressed in their fancy hats. They had um, uh, the, basically a menu reminiscent of what you would normally traditionally get if you went to the Kentucky Derby, uh, it, even with some mint julep, but it was non-alcoholic. 
but uh, they had a, a simulation of the Derby, and I was calling it and helping them with their moving the horses, advancing them on the track. Anyway, it was, it was kind of silly, but it was fun. We had a good time, and I learned a lot about the Derby. And so because of that, I was actually a little bit more curious uh, about this year's Derby, and I knew that there was some controversy going into it. One of the elite trainers couldn't be there because of some controversy that he had with some of his horses. Uh, uh, the horse that won it last year died in December. There's a lot of controversy and concern uh, about what was going on with the Derby. Um, it, it, there was a late scratch on Friday because of a new horse got added. It turns out to be that horse is the one that won it all. Started out at the very back of the race and worked his way through and eventually won it at the end. And if you hadn't if you hadn't heard it or if you missed it, it it's or if you even if you have, it's worth listening to it again. Uh, the horse racing radio network on uh, Rich Strike coming through at the very last second to win the Kentucky Derby on Saturday. They're coming down to the wire. That was center's handed. Rich Strike is coming up on the inside. Oh my goodness! The longest shot has won the Kentucky Derby. Rich Strike has done it in a stunning, unbelievable upset. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I mean, he barely uttered Rich Strike's name throughout the whole thing until the very end. It just came out of nowhere. Uh, and that was fun. Uh, it was a fun race, and everybody just totally in shock as to what happened. And uh, now we're learning more about this horse that was added late uh, with a, a, a trainer that Nobody has really heard of, uh, and a jockey that's been around for a while but never really had that big moment. So it, it was crazy. It was wild. Fun. Uh, and that's great. Uh, will that carry over to the other big races? Uh, certainly it will add intrigue. I, I don't know that this Rich Strike has uh, the, the pedigree or what it takes to go for the Triple Crown, but it's going to add some interesting flavor as we get into those other races for sure. Uh, back to our Guild Mortgage text line, 8003. Where is Ajay? <laughs> this is the never-ending question. Um, he, look, we, we tried to, uh, to create a position that didn't currently exist um, and uh, with our group, and we tried to get him find a way to keep him here, uh, but um, he had somewhere else that he is uh, off to, and that's, uh, that's where he's at. He's over in Bear Lake. And uh, unfortunately, he's not here with him, uh, with us, and we we miss Hajay. Uh, five six five four. They should drop Hawaii in football and have a ten game schedule for uh, uh, for each team. Um, uh, potentially, you know, if this if this um, scheduling thing gets changed, how does that affect Hawaii? Um, it's exp- more expensive for them than anybody to, to travel, certainly. Uh, but if they're not going to be in the Mountain West, are they independent? And if so, can they even survive as an independent? Yeah, I don't. I don't know that they can. But um, uh, Hawaii has moments where they are where they are competitive and they're, they're fun. It's it's. I think it's important to keep Hawaii in the conference for recruiting purposes, not just to, to tell recruits, "Hey, we're going to take you to the islands." But because you get to take your team to the islands and recruit players from there and say, hey, we get to bring you home uh, and, uh, and you're not you know, that far from uh, the opportunity to continue to compete in this league and get a chance to come back home. 
couple times uh, means a lot. So I, I think it's important to still keep Hawaii. I know it messes with some scheduling and it's expensive, but um, I, I'm still of the notion that it's worth keeping Hawaii in the Mountain West. Uh, 9315, sounds like your former co-host calling a touchdown in a high school football game. <laughs> uh, with, that, uh, with that call, the horse racing, I don't know. He got pretty excited. Uh, 8003, uh, is he still with you guys or is he done? Uh, he's, he's working a job over in Bear Lake uh, this summer. So um, you know, what happens after that, I don't, I don't know. Don't know. Just know that we wanted to keep him and try to make a way to make it work. And uh, currently, he's it's, it's he's gone. So, but we miss Ajay. We love Ajay and hope that he could uh, be here with us. Uh, a couple of things, just quickly on this front about the Mountain West, uh, with with no divisions. You know, going back through this, looking over the conference championship games that did happen and did take place. Now, Utah State's been in two of these conference championships. The the very first one. That happened in 2013, the one that we just had this last year. Uh, and the one that, that happened just this last December, that was the largest margin of victory in any conference championship game. The most points put up by anybody in a conference championship game. So it was fun to see that again and be you know, reminded about just how dominant Utah State was in that game against San Diego State, offensively and defensively. And... Uh, chance to see Utah State be up on top again. I think they're absolutely should be considered among the top teams in the Mountain West Conference with the talent that they have coming back. But looking over the years in the top teams, uh, Utah State has been you know in the mix a number of times, uh, being at uh, among the top of the Mountain West Conference in uh, 2013. In 2014, they were up there pretty close. In uh, in 2018, um, they were seven and one, and uh, in 19 they were six and two, and uh, this last year they were six and two. So Utah State football has had a, a good run in the Mountain West. Yes, there's been a few years that they've been down, been disappointing, and uh, struggled a little bit. But by and large, Utah State has been competitive throughout their time in the Mountain West Conference. All right, coming up next here on the Full Court Press, uh, NBA, interesting controversy in Dallas where some fans just wanted to give hugs. Who doesn't want a hug? Apparently Chris Paul's family doesn't want hugs, uh, and I can't blame them. But uh, it, it speaks to a larger issue on, on multiple fronts with behavior generally at in, in with Dallas and their organization, but uh, – how it compares to some other incidences that have happened in the NBA and even closer to home, more specifically with the Utah Jazz. Would the narrative be different if this story happened in Utah instead of in Dallas? So we'll discuss, uh, discuss that, a look at what's going on with high school sports and uh, playoffs going on this week. It's all coming up. But first, uh, Valvoline Instant Oil Change is now open on Sundays at 695 North Main in Logan. And like, if you're like me, your Saturdays are just as busy as any other day of the week when you're chasing kids around to different sporting events or extracurricular activities or honeydews that just stack up. So sometimes you need another day where you can get your vehicle taken, uh, to get looked at and get that oil change done. And Valvoline Instant Oil Change is now open on Sundays. So they're quick, it's clean, it's easy. It's really how it should be. 
when it comes to an oil change. So stop in today, 695 North Main in Logan. You lead a busy life. When do you have time to get your vehicle serviced? Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan can help. They're now open on Sundays to better serve you. If life is too hectic during the weekdays and Saturday is crazy like normal, go see them on Sunday. Get your oil changed and they'll also check other fluids and recharge your AC. Stay in your car while their trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Open seven days a week across from Angie's. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Confused about what Medicare benefits you're eligible for? Need help understanding your Medicare Advantage coverage? It can be confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let us help. Call 752-9493. We have the experience and knowledge to help you feel comfortable and get the most out of Medicare. There's never a cost to work with us. Let us be your advocate. Learn more at lssins.com or call 752-9493. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. I'd like to invite you to learn more about us. Since 1997, we've been Utah's premier one-stop shop for home medical equipment. What sets us apart at Alpine Home Medical is the superior level of customer service. We provide home oxygen, CPAPs, wheelchairs, scooters, breast pumps, and so much more. Come on down and get to know us. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Your team's in the locker room ready to get out there and play to win, but you see a player you don't recognize. They're wearing your jersey and even know your coach's name, but who are they? Would you let this stranger look at your team's playbook? That's exactly how phishing attacks work. In 2020, the number of phishing attacks against businesses doubled compared to the previous year. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems, your home team when local matters. Valley Office Systems is your local provider for all things office, copiers, printers, furniture, and document management. Proudly serving Cache Valley since 2007. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. So, again, just about this conference championship business with the Mountain West. I mean, absolutely three occasions. Maybe you can make a case for a fourth. In the nine years that the Mountain West has been doing conference championships, that that's a problem. In a third, maybe almost half of conference championships, you could make an argument that a, a good team, a quality team who deserved to play for a championship got left out. So I, I think it's time to do away with 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 divisions in the Mountain West. Uh, certainly, I think you'd still have them this year, but looking at next year, you want to put the best two teams forward. You want to make the best possible uh, event for television, and you want to make the, the, the best case for your your top team to advance to a potential New Year's Six bowl game or at least another high-profile bowl game. And I think we're to the point where divisions really don't 
don't do that for you necessarily. I mean, more often than not, the top two teams have come from the two divisions, but there are too many instances where a good team got left out and because they were just not in the other division. Uh, 9315 on our Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, I, I think with no divisions, everyone can experience the joys of how Air Force plays and <laughs> and blocks so we can all feel better. Yes. Uh, yes. Right. Totally agree. Like, can we, if nothing else, abandoning divisions makes it so Utah State doesn't have to play Air Force every year. And uh, more more teams in the conference can experience that lovely joy of playing uh, the Falcons in the way that they play things, uh, play football. Uh, five six five four. Are they getting rid of the divisions because they know Boise and San Diego State won't be in the conference soon? Uh, yeah. Is that a preemptive strike? I don't know, but look, it's it's something that's happening all over college football. So I don't think it's anything unique to the Mountain West to say uh, we need to make a change here. Uh, otherwise, look, Boise and Mountain and uh, and San Diego State. Let's see, Boise has appeared in one, two, three, four, five conference championship games. San Diego State has appeared in one, two, three conference championship games. Uh, Fresno State has appeared in more than the Aztecs. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, is it a, a preemptive? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Um, you know, Boise State's appeared in more than half, so certainly they – they are generally the, the representative from the Mountain Division, but the Mountain Division has also been more competitive than the West, and some team from the Mountain Division has been left out. So I don't think it's a preemptive thing because of Boise and San Diego State. I think it's just a, a current trend sweeping college athletics in college football. Uh, shifting to the NBA, um, we, we've got some series. I, I thought that the way things were starting – with some of these that we would see some, maybe a gentleman's sweep. I don't think we'd have a, a full-on sweep of any series. Um, and certainly with games tonight, it, it could move in that direction. I, I kind of doubt it, but it, it's potential. It, it could. But in the games uh, that uh, were played yesterday, uh, the series got tied up. You know, the Mavericks at home playing better, hitting outside shots. Luka's getting some help. Uh, the 76ers, having Embiid back really makes a difference. Having James Harden act like he wants to play competitive basketball makes a big difference. Imagine that. Uh, but the Miami Heat in this series are not shooting from three very well at all. And Duncan has not even seen the court hardly at all. He's he's not injured that we know of. At least not that they're publicly saying. So Miami is strangely uh, not utilizing some of their weapons when uh, they they could use some outside shooting help. Uh, but the Mavericks, you know, getting Chris Paul in foul trouble, uh, getting, well, as mentioned, Luka, getting a little bit more help from his teammates and spreading things around. Uh, and, you know, Finney Smith had a big game with 24 points. Brunson, he showed up in this series. He's been a little bit quiet. But the, one of the big stories of the game yesterday wasn't that Luka Doncic had 26 points and 11 assists and seven rebounds, three steals, and played really good basketball. It's that there was an, a fan incident with a family member of an NBA player. 
Uh, Chris Paul's mom, Robin, Chris Paul's wife, Jada, and two of their children were in seats that were close behind the Phoenix Suns bench there at the American Airlines Center in Dallas. And uh, the report is that Chris Paul's mom had some hands put on her. His wife was pushed and that the, the, the person that was doing this was ejected from the arena, take excuse from the arena. It looked like it was a teenage boy, guy probably in his 15, 16, maybe years old, and his mom were kicked out of the arena. And uh, the Mavericks said that the fan was removed from the game and uh, will not be able to return uh, throughout all of next season either. But the Mavericks today have issued some additional statements on this, basically saying that the fan tried to give, quote, unwanted hugs and have conversations with members of the Paul family. So, like, this shouldn't happen, right? You, you don't put your hands on uh, you know, players, family members. Uh, I, I get it that trash talk might happen, but you don't physically put your hands on them. And if, you, if, if they lean in for a hug, you give them a hug. If they don't want a hug, don't give them a hug. But that's, I mean, really, that's what it was, unwanted hugs? Is that what they were doing? Um, but, look, the, the thing that bothers me is that it's been noticeable this year in Dallas that, that uh, the behavior, especially on the Dallas sideline, has been to, to mock and to irritate and to trash talk. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to trash talk. It's part of the game. Any, at any level at any sport, trash talk is part of the game. But the problem is it sometimes can feed into the fans who don't quite know how to handle it the same level as the athletes themselves. We've seen cases where fans jaw with other uh, family members of players. This happened last year with the Jazz and John Morant's dad. And uh, he said that fans were... Kind of and look, he's a trash talker. You saw him and and uh, Carl Anthony Towns' dad. It became a cool thing, right? The dad's going back and forth. He absolutely loves to eat that up, and he dishes it out. And apparently, in Utah, some fans didn't quite understand how to handle that. Took it the wrong way and got a little bit more aggressive in how they were getting back at him. But the Jazz addressed it and had to remind everybody for proper fan behavior. But anytime it happens with Utah, it's like, oh, it's a, it has these racist overtones that the Utah Jazz and its fan base don't know how to handle these things or react to uh, people of color and that it's a it's big deal. It's always racial overtones in Utah. I haven't heard anything of a racial overtone with this Chris Paul situation. And the kid that got kicked out of the game, he was white. He was a teenager. So are, are we, why aren't we talking about that as a potential part of the story? But uh, it certainly it would, it absolutely would be if it was about the Utah Jazz. Uh, 2305 on our Guild Mortgage text line. When's the last time you went and hugged somebody that you don't even know? <laughs> I don't believe the fan story. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, if, if they're trying to mock them because Chris Paul had played poorly in that game, he'd been you know, fouled out. And they're trying to give them "quote unquote" sympathy hugs just to further mock them. I, I, I could see maybe trying to do that, but still, that doesn't really—I don't think that really jives. Um, it just, 
you know, come on. Uh, I worry that uh, we, we might be approaching a time that that the NBA, if they don't get their hands on this, <laughs> no pun intended, if they don't get their uh, get this situation figured out and how to deal with it, um, that we might uh, see arenas developed more in the way that we see the NHL. Uh, and uh, that fan interaction with the players is more distant and walled off, which would be a travesty because that's part of the, the excitement of, of basketball. You can be right there in the mix of it all. But you run a great risk of having uh, one bad fan ruin it for everybody. So uh, I just think it's messy. Uh, with things that have been going on in Dallas and the culture there, um, but that's, that's one thing. But the fact that uh, if this would have happened in Utah, we would have been hearing a very different cry in relation to what happened. Uh, so I think that's really unfortunate. Uh, all right, another quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. When we come back, we've got some high school playoffs going on. Tomorrow, it's boys' soccer. Later in the week, it's baseball. We'll let you know what's going on, how you can follow along, and then also, in relation to the NBA, if you went to an NBA game, a Utah Jazz game, did you get your money's worth? And how does it compare to other venues throughout the NBA? And earlier this afternoon, the NCAA issued some quote-unquote guidance when it comes to name image likeness and making threats that it's going to investigate some of these collectives and what they're using as inducements for recruiting and the transfer portal. Does the NCAA have a foot to stand on? We'll talk about that coming up on the Full Court Press. Ladies, do you have your men's ring yet? We know that he got you the perfect ring, so let's get him one that will show how much you care, such as a one-of-a-kind Damascus steel, his choice of camo, or an exquisite redwood inlay. And if you really want something out of this world, come check out our meteorite rings. For the largest selection of unique men's rings, make it special, make it Jarek's at 930 North Main in Logan. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Experts tell us that the three areas of balance for proper health are exercise, nutrition, and sleep. This is Ryan, owner of My Mattress. And while My Mattress Store can't really help with exercise and nutrition, we can help with better sleep. If a person started today to live a balanced life in health, exercise, and sleep, uh, three things might happen. One, we might throw away the bag of peanut M&Ms that we have stashed. Two, we might get up off the couch and exercise. And three, we'd come buy a new mattress here at My Mattress. This is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. We often hear people say, I wish I could use White Pine, but I've already paid for arrangements elsewhere. Know that if you've already pre-planned with a different funeral home, you can still call White Pine. If you are being told you'll lose up to 25% of your money, White Pine will provide a discount equal to any fee for switching. If you have any questions, please stop by for a visit or give us a call. We would love to meet you and explain in more detail. White Pine Funeral Services Why are you packing your house up? I'm ready to move. My home is so boring. There's no color on the walls, no pop. I have the answer. Go see Castalite and Logan. They have several products to make your walls stand out. I just finished a wall with their speedy mason system. It was so easy and looks amazing. Does this sound familiar to you? Refresh your home with affordable options at Castalite for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at castalite.com. 
It's happened to us all. Red punch, nail polish, coffee or paint. This is Dow with Northern Utah Chem Dry. What you don't realize is using your own methods can potentially lock in stains within the carpet. ChemDry's patented stain removal solutions have successfully removed stains all over Cass Valley. If we can't get it out, no one can. So next time you spill, call ChemDry of Northern Utah. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. And coming up on Friday is the Makita Tool Sales, the Makita Show at Industrial Tool and Supply at 839 North Main in Logan. A live broadcast is going to be going on between 11 and 2. Find out details here on the fan, but it's their annual show. Best prices of the year on Makita Tools. So if you've thought about a Makita tool, now is the time to buy during Industrial Tool and Supplies Makita Spring Show. And the it's a, taking place one day only on Friday, May 13th from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, as we mentioned, we've got spring sports going on, and we've been having a lot of fun carrying these games on our Cash Valley Media Group network on CashValleyDaily.com as well as, uh, you know, 104.5 The Ranch. So we've got a lot of these games taking place um, here uh, with the, a variety of different places to follow these games. And going on right now, we've got a softball game. Mountain Crest is hosting Bonneville. This game actually got off to a late start. The Bonneville bus had some mechanical issues, so they're a little behind schedule where they normally would be at this time. But the game currently in the, uh, I believe it's in the second inning. Uh, are they in the third? I'm not quite sure. We'll be double-checking on that. They just went to a commercial break. But uh, we got that game on CashValleyDaily.com right now and also streaming on, uh, well, carried on the radio, local radio on 104.5 The Ranch, Hurricane John Newbold on the call. And so here's what our schedule is going to look like for this upcoming week. Uh, tomorrow, we've got soccer. Ridgeline taking on Dixie in the semifinals of 4A Boys Soccer. That game will be at 1230 on 104.5 The Ranch. Jake Ellis will be on the call there. And this is a, a Ridgeline team who's ranked third in the state, taking on Dixie, who was ranked second. And um, similar records overall. Ridgeline had a better region record than Dixie did, but um, they've got a common uh, opponent in Skyview. Dixie defeated the Bobcats 4 nothing in the second round of the quarterfinals of the playoffs. Ridgeline defeated Skyview 3 nothing and then 1 nothing in their two games that they played against Skyview in the regular season. But Ridgeline hasn't lost since March 29th. And Dixie, on the other hand, they lost their last game of the regular season, one nothing to Cedar City. And so uh, this is a Ridgeline team that scored 42 goals on the year and only given up nine. And meanwhile, Dixie has scored 42 but given up 16. So it's a more potent offense and uh, more stringent defense for the Riverhawks. So a great showdown between the number two and the number three teams in 4A boys soccer. We'll have it full play-by-play on 104.5 The Ranch uh, tomorrow afternoon. Game's expected to start at 1230 at Juan Diego. It'll be the second game 
in the semifinals. The first one will be between Crimson Cliffs and Desert Hills. And Crimson Cliffs, they're 14-2 and overall, the number one team in all of 4A. Desert Hills is the number four team, 12-5 and overall. So if Ridgeline wins, they will advance to play the winner of Crimson Cliffs and Desert Hills at Rio Tinto Stadium on uh, on Wednesday, and we'll have that. Jake Ellis will be calling the play-by-play for us for both games. If, uh, if they do have that game on Wednesday, that'll be at 11 a.m., and once again, we'll be on 104.5 The Ranch. Um, so that's what's going on Tuesday and Wednesday. Other games going on this week, uh, Wednesday night, we've got Skyview and Logan Girls Lacrosse. That's going to be uh, video streamed on Cash Valley Daily and also carried on 104.5 The Ranch. And then on Thursday, we get into the uh, the, the boys' uh, baseball playoffs, the first round. Now, these are going to be played at home sites. So the final RPI rankings were revealed, and now the bracket has been set up for baseball. A little bit of controversy with some of these. Mountain Crest as the eight seed, Green Canyon as the nine. So that series will will be played at Mountain Crest, the first game on Thursday at four, uh, the second game Friday at one, and then if necessary, a game later that day, Friday afternoon, uh, again at Mountain Crest. Logan's going to take to the road. They're going to head down to Snow Canyon this weekend to take on the number four team. Uh, Bear River is hosting Skyview. And then uh, Ridgeline is hosting Hurricane uh, in other games going on. So Ridgeline, number seven seed. Bear River is the top seed out of Region 11 at number five. And they slowly but surely kept climbing up the RPI. At the start, the first uh, uh, RPI rankings that came out for Region 11, it was all Region 10 uh, for all 4A. Uh, But uh, over time... Bear River has continually played really, really solid baseball and moved up in those standings and finished the regular season as the number five seed. And so, again, Bear River hosts Skyview. Logan's on the road at Snow Canyon. Mountain Crest hosting Green Canyon. And Ridgeline hosting Hurricane. And uh, we'll have those games on Cash Valley Daily and on some of our various radio stations. So as we get closer, we'll continue to look at that. Softball standings will be announced a little bit later on this week. But part of that is because we've got games going on today. In fact, one game going on right now. And uh, Bonneville has uh, just put a run across as they lead Mountain Crest 1-0 in the, uh, in the top of the third inning. Hurricane John Newbold on the call. Give a live look in. That looked like it got the corner, but the ump says that it was ball three. So ball three, no strikes. Two outs here in the top of the third. one nothing Bonneville. DeGroote. Popped out her first time at bat, and she just takes a strike down the middle. As the sun's come out, the temperature and the the wind has made it a lot cooler than it is outside. I mean, it looks like it should be warmer, but it's not out there. It's really a cool wind. Hit back up to the pitcher, bounces off the pitcher, goes to shortstop. The throw is going to be... Ooh, it was close. They called her safe. DeGroote had time, but I thought this... I mean, if you had instant replay, Lindsay, that was yeah, really that was close. That was really close. I mean, DeGroote should have gotten there with plenty of time, but not that quick, I guess. She gets a single, RBI single there as she hits Stevenson, who was at third, home. So it will be two to nothing. But that was a close throw, great throw by the shortstop to first, and they almost got her. 
Okay, so a live look in there at what's going on right now in Hiram between Mountain Crest and Bonneville. Lakers now up 2 to nothing over Mountain Crest in the uh, in the third. So Hurricane John Newbold will continue to call that game on Cash Valley Daily, and you can hear it on 104.5 The Ranch. And uh, we'll continue to be looking at that. And a bunch of other games going on this week with lacrosse, softball, baseball. It's, a, it's soccer. It's a very busy week for us covering high school sports. And uh, really, again, big appreciation to our local coaches, athletic directors, administrators, uh, being very cooperative to help us make this happen to highlight these teams uh, that compete in the spring, which we haven't traditionally been able to do. So it's really awesome that we've been able to do this. Uh, quickly, back to our Guild Mortgage text line before we call another timeout. Uh, 5860, fans are, by definition, fanatics. And there will always be crazy people. Uh, this is in relation to our conversation about Dallas. Says, I don't think any action by a fan reflects on the organization or the city or team. As long as the organization sets up effective security and reacts correctly, they don't hold any fault. Address the fan behavior with the fan directly. And I, I agree with that, but, but with the Utah Jazz, it gets painted with a very broad brush. And we've seen the Jazz take swift action and expel people and say they're never welcome to return, which I'm not sure how they enforce that, to be honest. There's a lot of ways into the game. And I don't, I've been to games before and I don't see people checking like a, a, a cardboard, you know, or some kind of a, a display with all these guys' pictures on it say, oh, nope, you can't get in here. I, I don't know how they police that, but it sure sounds nice when they say it. But um, I agree, it would be nice to just say, deal with the individual and don't be you know, painted on the entire organization. But sadly, that's uh, not always been the case with national media in relation to the Utah Jazz. 2305 on our Guild Mortgage text line. Is the portal for college athletes open to the public somewhere that we can look at it, or is it being hidden? I'm not sure, I'm not sure where I would even look. Okay, good question. Um, the, the, the portal itself is not open to the public, but sites like 24-7 Sports, um, they, they, based on what players announce on social media or through media reports, uh, they compile a big list, and it's, it's a long list of players who have declared themselves in the portal. And in some cases, they'll even update it to indicate where – uh, that player is headed. What is their destination, um, and uh, you know where they are, uh, where they're going, and so if if, if they already already declared their, their new destination. Uh, let's see two six zero three. Why do you enunciate the T when you say mountains? You need to start pronouncing it like a cash value. <laughs> uh, I you know I grew up here. I don't know why I uh, feel compelled to pronounce things properly, but. I don't know, maybe that's part of being in the radio business. All right, a quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. If you went to an NBA game, specifically with the Utah Jazz, did you get your money's worth this year? And how do they compare to other NBA arenas? Uh, we'll take a look at that. Coming up next here on the Full Court Press. But before we do that, just want to remind you about Mountain West Motor. They're Logan's newest truck and SUV dealership. Uh, and every vehicle on their lot is unique. It's been customized so you'll be ready for your next adventure. And you'll be equipped with all the right gear. That's traction boards, rooftop tents, racks, 
outdoor jacks and more. They've got a great variety of inventory on their lot, which you can see right now at 615 North Main in Logan, or you can visit them online, mwmotor.com. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. S.E. Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. We offer a large selection of personalized service and extraordinary benefits with our Integrity Price Guarantee. At match quality, you'll find our prices to be as low or lower than any store in the state. We consistently beat any 50 to 70% off sales, internet pricing, or so-called wholesale deals. In fact, we even price our diamonds at internet pricing. So you'll get S.E. Needham quality at internet prices. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Uh, Napa has the items that you're looking for, the parts you need, use, and rely on every day. Plus... Napa has some of those hard-to-find items that you're looking for. They've got it in stock when you need it. They've got five locally-owned locations from Preston to Providence. That's Napa Auto Parts. Uh, I've missed one of the texts that came through on our Guild Mortgage text line, 3862. How much do you have to pay, or how much do we have to pay, to give out for you to give out IJ's phone number so we can text him uh, our roasts. Plus, where else am I going to get my moon pies? <laughs> I Sorry, I'm not going to give out someone's personal cell phone number on the air. 
Uh, but uh, we'll have to find some way for you, 3862, to still get some uh, moon pies uh, some way, somehow. Uh, 5452, where is Ajay? This is the question that never ends. Uh, Ajay uh, is you know, working over in Bear Lake. He's got a, a full-time gig over there, and he's uh, not here. We miss him. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's not here. He's over in Bear Lake. Uh, so, interesting story just come out about the Fan Cost Index, which was put together. And it measures the costs to go to a game, an NBA game. So it looks at the ticket cost, concessions, um, and uh, parking. For a family of four to go to a regular season game, most expensive venue, what would be your guess? Most expensive venue in the NBA. Well, the answer is Madison Square Garden. And it would be a whopping $936.72 for a family of four to go to a regular season game. The Lakers uh, were third at $711.46. I mean, it's a pretty big drop-off from number one to number three. Golden State Warriors are number two, by the way. So what about the Utah Jazz? Um, well, maybe I'll say the, the cheapest for a family of four to go to an NBA game. Charlotte Hornets. Two thirty-seven fifty-five. Utah Jazz ranked twentieth overall, and they did have a nearly a four and a half percent increase, which is one of the biggest increases in the NBA in ticket pricing. But uh, the average for a family of four to go to Utah Jazz game with concessions and tickets to the game three hundred fifty-nine dollars and ninety-six cents. Now. If, if you were to ask me, somebody who's been to a couple of games, don't do the concessions. That'll save you a ton of money and a ton of hassle. But it's expensive to go to these games. Um, and if you want the like, the biggest bang for your buck, if you're going to go to a game and most likely see a win, that would be the Phoenix Suns, the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Miami Heat. And certainly the Suns had great value, 32-9 and nine at home. So you had a really good chance of seeing a win. Uh, the pocketbook busts include the Sacramento Kings and Houston Rockets, 11 and 30 record at home, costing an average of $565 to take a family to see a game, to see a loss. So uh, it's pretty rough. Uh, some saw you know, big increases, others not so much. There's actually a, a decrease in a few, a few cases, uh, but the NBA fan experience has been going up every year. It was uh, about $300 in 2012-13 season, up to $444 on average in 21-22. The NFL, $568.18 on average. Most expensive by the uh, fan cost index. Uh, Major League Soccer, the cheapest at $250, but that's uh, according to data as of uh, May 2019. So, uh, anyway, interesting look at uh, who is the best value and who isn't. Uh, 2305. Sounds like people are asking you for another RJ, uh, even if it's not the original. So, you guys can go back and forth with each other. Just an observation. Yes, uh, I miss him just like you do. Uh, I would love to still have him here, and we'll see if we can find some something else. Uh, 2122. Paying to go to a jazz game is like... Being on a Ponzi scheme, continually investing money and time to be a fan to get no tangible returns with the Jazz losing early in the playoffs. <laughs> uh, always expecting 
that reward to come later. Yeah, I don't, it's definitely not there for the Utah Jazz right now. Uh, speaking of which, Quinn Snyder met with the media today. We'll have uh, his reactions and more, dig into that more tomorrow with some audio here straight from him. And we'll have a little bit more time to get into these guidelines that the NCAA is trying to put out there to rein in name, image, likeness, run amok. That's going to do it for us tonight. Uh, have a great day, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.